Yes, sir. Oh boy. Orchidee. That's so weird. You're weird. That's weird to think that you're older than Ava Russo. So are you. The person. Uh, Why is she? Uh, is she our age or something? And you guys are. No, a year older? she's. Um, she was born December fifteenth, two thousand. So she's twenty one. Oh. Frick yeah, dude. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a shot. <laughs> well, of course, same age. <laughs> and she was born in Italy, so she has that Italian. Oh, Ricky, even better. <laughs> <laughs> no more uh, Florence Pugh. Hey, no, uh, 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 huh. just twenty-four. I'm taking it. So there's no ring on it. So you mean I have a chance? <laughs> I mean, or, or I mean, she's not that much older. Haley's not That's all I got. Today, our sponsor is ProSpan Engineered Wood Products. At ProSpan, we always design our floor and roof systems with the builder in mind. We are set up to strategically design, cut, and package our systems on time and with accuracy. We offer cut-to-length options for residential, single-family, and multi-family floor packages, laminated veneer lumber posts and beams, laminated strand lumber beams, architectural glue lamp posts and beams, eye joists, and rim board. Specific information can be found at the website at prospanewp.com. I'm Batman. Hello there. Right. General Kenobi. Testing that. Okay. <laughs> that worked. <laughs> and we're back. Jazz Pit Crew podcast for episode two of the book of Boba Fett. Number 46. Yes, sir. And uh, this one was significantly better. Thanks. As voted yeah. by most Thanks. fans. Yeah. <laughs> Not that the first episode was bad. It just wasn't no. as informative mm-hmm. compared to this one. It was bad. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what is this? A new voice we hear. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, it's a new voice. We have a new voice to add to our collection. Prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Another fine voice to add to my yes. collection. <laughs> <laughs> yes, C- Cody is General Grievous here with, <laughs> when it comes to voices. <laughs> yes, it's one of those voices. Anyways, <laughs> before we get started, why don't we let our new, I guess, would you say cast member? Sure. Person. Sure. Person. New cast member. Person. Yeah. Yes, I am a person. Nice. Sure. <laughs> All good right. Go um, yeah, I was about to say, good to know. <laughs> I don't know. My name is Christian. That's all you need to know. Uh, brother of Aiden there. Yeah. Brother Bro of Aiden. Brother of Aiden. That's good. So... On to episode two of Boba Fett. So I think this was a lot more lore focused. And mm-hmm. I think everyone can agree. Yep. Let's start off with the mayor and how wrong we were about him sending the assassins. Actually, I shouldn't say that too quickly. We don't yeah. actually know if he did, but he did say he didn't send them. Well, in the end, we don't really know who, but it is kind of alluding to the huts sending the assassins but you never know 
Huts are messy boys. Yeah. Well, especially because they're... Things. Uh, Things. Those assassins are supposedly expensive. Expensive. High rep, which is kind of how the how the huts roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fair. A little quote that stood out that'll probably be like kind of the theme for the rest of the series is the uh, the quote where the mayor says the boba as his tribute. Running a family is a lot more difficult than bounty hunting. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. kind of just warning him that there's so many small, intricate pieces of running, I guess, a planet that Boba definitely does not know about because he's been bounty hunting his in- basically his entire life. At least a majority of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be uh, a, a huge theme going on for the rest of these uh, five episodes. So it'll be interesting, th- interesting to see. And I think with Boba going into this uh, this new spot he's got as a as a sitting on the throne <clears throat> as a that daimyo. eventually as a what as a da- daimyo 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 oh, yeah that's from Japanese culture yeah 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 but as he he's trying to do the whole ruling with respect but I think at some point he's gonna break and he's gonna have to start acting. Versus trying to go respect first. He's going to start. He is acting. <laughs> wow. But I mean, he's going to take more. He's going to be that works too. going from being all respectful, or at least attempting to be respectful until it gets to the point where he's got to like, he's got to take out his blaster and do something. Name to respect. <laughs> respect. So. I like how they open this episode though with the Rancor pit. Um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Some some reason I thought like Boba would have gotten that the Rancor from the Bad Batch episode because they are different from or that one's different from the Rancor Jabba had in episode six. So I'm like, oh, maybe there's a connection to the Bad Batch. But then it was like, is either that one or nothing, and they're just trying to bluff him. But the Bad Batch happens before, way before, way before. The yeah, but the Rancor is super small, so it grows. Yeah, and it, then well, it grows, and, and then dies? it gets into the hands of Boba Fett, and he's in the, the yeah. How the Rancor. Would, well, Boba would have to track it down, and he probably forgot about it. He doesn't care about some little Rancor. <laughs> Maybe he got himself a Rancor. Who knows? <laughs> got myself a little Rancor pet. I don't know. I, I never know. <laughs> sure, we're getting a lot of backstory about. Boba Fett, but we don't know everything. We'll never know everything. Then we got to Moss. Moss Espa, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Espa. Yes. Espanol. Moss Espanol. This is where they go to the mayor, and then he gets his tribute, gets sh- that spy assassin, whatever, gets shot. Which is super interesting. He gets, sh- he gets shot. I mean, I guess it makes a lot of sense that he got shot because it wasn't in hot space. Mm-hmm. But then, if Boba went to the Garza Sanctuary earlier, and then went to the mayor, like for some reason the, the, those events switched around, because at Garza Sanctuary he's told that the Huts reclaimed the land mm-hmm. in that area. So if he went to the sanctuary and then go to the mayor, he probably would have stopped him from being killed, because it's now the Huts. But I guess he doesn't actually care. So that we could also figure out too. But the reason why that assassin dies is because he's not in Jabba's space anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that place is super trippy. I love the sounds they play there. 
it's like the the drip the drippiest place on Tatooine. <laughs> it's kind of like the whole you know how hip hop's hip hop artists were like the chains and the shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's what the sanctuary is. It's just all Twi'leks and people wearing all these like decked out drippy clothes and stuff. <laughs> kind of. But then some Drones play in New York Minute with the tw- Twin Huts. Oh. I was confused when they first said the twins. I'm like, who the heck is the twins? I know, right? But the first yeah. research is like, this is like the, the first twins? appearance. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. They said twins. I was like, twins? the first twins that makes me think of is Luke and Leia. Well, however, they're still alive at this point. At this that point, yeah, true. they would be still alive. <laughs> they just roll in. They're, <laughs> they're just like <laughs> on a throne. They're not running a criminal empire. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> no, they're running a criminal empire from the perspective of the rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, Black Chrysanthemum is introduced, and I had no idea who he was. Same. When he came on, and and then I did some digging. And I think Chrysanthemum is going to be a bigger deal than what we've seen. And I'm not just talking about Book of Boba Fett. Because did some digging around and he's in a comic. I think it's definitely a comic or a graphic novel, whatever. A comic, yeah. And it takes place between episodes three and four. And Chrysanthemum fought obi-wan on tatooine so basically in the comic it's like a really quick rundown the second half so uncle owen tries to apologize to luke for mistakes in earlier parts of the comic and however luke was gone and he was kind of like running away and he thinks he's running away for good and he looks about nine or ten like in the comic he looks about 10 years old yeah so and then because he's and he's strong with the forest naturally because of his bloodline right so he's like oh he senses something is wrong and he runs back to the homestead and finds an injured aunt Baru. and then and then meanwhile uh, black chrysanthemum <laughs> takes owen larsa high peak and he's like he knows that java's thugs keep getting like they're just not returning back to java for like the water tax right so that's mm. that's the reason i think that's the thugs from the first episode when they're kind of invading the house is that they're there for the moisture farmers water taxes and going back to Jabba. But because every single time they end up going to the Lars homestead, we've got Obi-Wan taking care of Luke. Mm-hmm. Thugs go to their house and get killed yeah. and don't return. And it's like consistent. So they send Chrysanthemum to go figure it out. And then he goes to threaten uh, Owen to lure whoever is protecting this family to come and attack him and he does so they fight each other on these peaks and obi-wan does not have his lightsaber he's not using the force because if you take if he uses any one of these weapons they're like people are probably gonna end up figuring it out right because mm-hmm. it's super dangerous to be a jedi right now and it's kind of like they kind of exchange where kenobi gets trapped in like an electro net thing and then owen comes in clutch and like kind of does something to distract the wookie and he gets tossed around which allows kenobi to get out and it's just like boulders coming across. And then he gets a boulder thrown at Kenobi. 
in which he ignites his saber and cuts it in half. And now he's got, he's, he's revealed he's a Jedi. Owen's hanging off this cliff and then he falls ultimately. And then Luke Skywalker comes in on his little, little Skyhopper shuttle that he had. He comes in and swoops in and saves Uncle Owen. But it's like, that's a little bit of a kind of where he's connecting. So it's like, if Chrysanthemum's coming in now, what are the odds are we going to see him in Kenobi? Even just like, so I think we're getting six episodes. So even if it's like, if they're going to be about an hour long, or I guess 50 minutes, if 10 of those minutes are spent on this little story to connect Chrysanthemum and what he's like actually part of, mm-hmm. it'll be super interesting. Because what's the point of bringing a character like that now? This late yeah. in the timeline. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And he's also got dealings with Bosk, which is another, yeah. another thing I think will probably happen later on in this series. Because there was a video, uh, a quick one, when Tamora and Ming were doing an interview. And then the interviewer was like, is there going to be any more villains that we're going to see in this? And then he's like, oh, we can't talk about that. And then something about they're going to be very colorful villains. So I'm like, so gay villains. Cad Bane, maybe? Possibly. The only problem I have. I don't know. I don't really know if Cad is still alive at this time. That would be the only issue I'd have is that he's like a super old dude at this point if he's still alive. But if they somehow bring Cad Bane into live action, I am not complaining. I really don't care. Like, sure, there's so much lore behind this species. Oh, they, like, live for this many years on average. But it's like, what if Cad Bane lived longer? What if he's like the Winter Soldier? gets frozen in time. (laughs) He gets frozen in sand. What if? Carbonite. Carbonite. (laughs) He hibernates in the carbonite. But I'm all game. I don't care about any of the complaints people have for... Cad Bane being too old to come back in at this point in time. I really don't Fennec care. Shand is <laughs> like she was in the Bad Batch. This is like another, what, 40 years 40, later. 30, 40 years later? Yeah. Looks just the same then. Same she with. looks fantastic. Just physical. There's like keeping yourself in physical shape is you can typically. The fountain you typically of live longer if you're in good physical health. Mm-hmm. And I mean mental health too, but. And this is a fictional show, so even though she's human, there's definitely going to be other yeah. factors that can. Yeah. And what? A, and Bo-Katan too. That's the one I was thinking of. That I was like, she should. Be, she should be <laughs> getting wrinkly, but I. But yeah. There's a lot of tie-in. Like, there's a lot of similarities between people who sh- who should be, like, closer to death than they look to be. Mm-hmm. But they're both like highly trained assassins who are very, very physically fit. So it's like, I could. The Emperor. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's a fictional show. They can do whatever they want. Basically. And I'm not complaining if Cad Bane comes back, to say the least. I'll complain for you. <laughs> Cad, so Bane, Cad Bane shows up in one of his uh, flashbacks. Flashbacks. Of the, that deleted scene. Of the standoff, possibly. That'd be <coughs> how would that? How would he? I'm curious as to how <coughs> that. Does he die in that shootout? They could change it. 
Well, I mean, yeah, they can change it, but they could <laughs> also. Well, tell me. Mm-hmm. Although, based everyone on the thought Maul died. Although, one. based on the. <laughs> and then they were like, nope. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Although, based on these flashback sequences, I really don't think going that far back. No. It's for sure not that far back. It'd be interesting, though. I mean, we don't know how they're going <laughs> to play it out. We've seen flashbacks of Boba being. Like episode two, Boba. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. <coughs> yeah, it's very different though. Yeah, but I guess they are going back further, but maybe not necessarily flashbacks. <coughs> There's another like in this episode where he goes to that trip, which we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe something else triggers that memory of Cad Bane. <laughs> Get some water. Maybe he sees another bounty hunter of that same species. And it kind of triggers the whole Cad Bane situation. I don't know. But point is, if Cad Bane comes back, I'm not complaining. Oh, actually, they... Another thing, before we move on. Uh, Boba, I think, wants to kill them, but he has to get permission first to actually do that. Yeah. yeah. So that ties in with crim- uh, crimson dogs. crime families. The, the crimes, and, yeah. And the all crimes that. Like, you need so. permission from other things, other leaders to kill them. Could that tie in to Crimson Dawn, possibly, or even bigger um, syndicates, crime syndicates, like a, yeah. such as the one that shows up in this episode? Which we'll also get to a little oh, later, too. Flip my shit when I saw that. Real same. Oh. I think, so I think yeah. it's safe to say that we, if we get through just the current timeline sequences, and then we can go into the flashback yeah, sequences... Yeah as a whole separate thing. So we'll, we'll basically go through the episode twice, but just different parts of it. Kind of like we did with the one bad batch episode. A couple bad batch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then I guess. Yeah. So apparently this black chrysanthemum guy is super dangerous. Well, I mean, not apparently he definitely looks super dangerous. <laughs> That's what I've heard. But apparently he's super there's dangerous. There's a solid number. There's a solid number of bounty hunters who are way more dangerous than Boba Fett. And I think, I think Boba's got, like, he he knows his limitations at this point. He's kind of, like, I mean, he's, I don't I don't think he's going to build an ego after surviving a Sarlacc pit. I think uh, probably the main difference between Boba and other bounty hunters is he might not have, like, sheer strength, but he has a lot of brains. Yeah, considering who his, Tactician. I guess his dad is. <coughs> yeah. But I think that's where that's how we're gonna get, or rather, why we're gonna get a Bosk maybe coming in, because Boba's not gonna be able to take on Chrysanthemum by himself. I mean, sure he's got Fennec too, but like, come on, let's root for Bosk here. <laughs> Just get. I mean, if if. Boba, Bosk, and Fennec are all trying to take on this Chrysanthemum guy. It just adds. Just how like insane this Wookiee is. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be skipping ahead here a little bit, but the thing is, um, too, is he also has like all the Tusken Raiders behind him now. Yeah. Which I think, which we'll definitely expand into when we get to the flashback sequences. Well, which is next up, which is basically the next few minutes. (laughs) The rest of the episode is just him with the Tusken Raiders. I'm not complaining. That That was great. It was amazing. It's basically just a Western film. Yeah, like, that's why I get, just that's like I get cowboys too. train chase <laughs> snipers and shooting people. And the soundtrack too. Yeah. 
So it starts off with him training with the gaffy stick. Gaffy stick, but like this, I think the second in command, I guess, of the that tribe of the Tuscan Raiders, mm-hmm. the Sand People, Dune People, yeah, the, mm. fr- the Fremen. I'm just gonna say this now: Dune was made first by Frank Herbert. Yep. Lucas George, George Lucas pretty much based Star Wars off of Dune. Well, he got some inspiration. He got inspiration. That's kind of what I mean. Yes. But the funny thing is, is Dune got inspiration from uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Which okay. Star Wars also took from. I've never seen it, so if someone knows about basically, that. Basically, Lawrence of Arabia <laughs> is there's a British dude um, in Arabia, and he's trying to help the Arabians essentially take their land back. <coughs> Boba with the Tuscan Raiders trying to help them take their land back from <laughs> everyone else. Dune. Cool. The people of Arrakis, or Dune, the planet. Don't you mean the House of Trades? people? What? Zendaya's people? No. Oh. House Atreides goes to Dune, and then they find out that it's the Fremen, and then they help the Fremen try to take back their planet from the Sardicus, I think. Yeah. So that's pretty much Boba helping the Tuscans get their land back. I'm assuming the the old Dune, not the modern one. Well, Dune in general, because it's a book series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen it. Dune 2021 from Denis Villeneuve. Is just a remake of the original, which is based off of the book. Yeah. So, it's cool. the same so far. Basically, all you need to know is, person helps people get their land back in the desert, <laughs> the, the w- desert. with spice, the <laughs> spice included. Yep. <laughs> spice. <involved>. Yeah. <laughs> Way too many. Okay. <laughs> cool. <coughs> I'm not complaining. I guess that's cool. Uh. So then the train. We first hear the train, which sounds like the Kray Dragon from Mandalorian, which I thought it was at first. Dude, same. Yeah. And then it got closer. I was like, wait. Oh, it's, okay, it's just. Okay. <laughs> it's a bot. Oh, wait, it's a train. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bird. It's a plane. It's a train. A train. <laughs> choo choo. You're a choo choo. Choo choo. Yeah. Choo choo. You're my choo, Anakin. <laughs> or you're that choo. <laughs> you're the choo, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, yeah. The train goes by, and then <coughs> that night, Boba sees the bikes go past. It's like, I'm gonna go beat. I'm gonna go beat the West. Beat the shit out. I'm gonna go steal some bikes. Goes to where they are to talk. Do you know what the uh, the place is called? Tashi. Station. Tashi Station. It's like Tashi Station or whatever. Yeah. Which, if you watch the reviews, it's. From the deleted scenes they had, it's like the same <laughs> layout and everything. The two people there I are also from the deleted scenes that were friends with Luke Skywalker. Kami and Fixer were their names. Yeah. And they were in a deleted scene in Star Wars A New Hope. But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. That's the quote yep. from the movie, but we never got to see the station, though. Yep. That's super cool, because, like, they did that in Mando, too, with the Spider episode. It might not be one of, the, like, their best episodes but those spiders are based off of empire strikes back concept art yeah and they use that in here as a whole bunch of like little tidbits here and there. there's just nods to the like even the ralph bakari bakari macquarie macquarie concept art too yeah. there's a lot of stuff based off the old stuff which is like 
it, it just kind of shows you what kind of direction John and Dave want to go to. It's like it's all the traditional stuff well, that yeah. people know about. They're they're paying attention <laughs> to like the details and like uh, figuring out ways of like connecting it, not just like a blatant more not forest. Yeah. Okay. Shall we get yeah. he takes the speeders back with him all five? Six of them? Five or six like, of them, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. It's pretty cool. And they learned to ride him. Which was the cooler <laughs> so like the bent that <laughs> But it's like it, it seems so quirky and like kind of strange to see yeah. it. But at the same time, it's like how else do you explain how to ride a speeder with a language barrier? Mm-hmm. A slight ang- a language barrier, because obviously Boba knows sign language and stuff. Well, there's some, yeah, some. But even then, like, sign language is, is still limited, right? So it's like, yeah. oh, it can be limited. I don't know. Like, well, any, I, I know how, I know ride now. An- another, another thing you <laughs> have that's to, about it. another Mine. thing you have to, <laughs> mine. <laughs> ride or die. <laughs> You're my ride or die. Another thing you have to Stop. think about, though, too, is um, the Tuscan Raiders, the two aren't mentally at the same mm-hmm. level because they don't know they don't understand <coughs> technology in the same way like i guess the rest of the, the rest of the galaxy the rest <laughs> of the galaxy yeah they're so they're underdeveloped <laughs> yeah um that they don't understand like oh how these things work and just the social norms this makes it stop <laughs> go stop that's when it like a bad <laughs> Benta. <laughs> <laughs> That's such Word. a meme, man. It's gonna, it's, yeah. it will be, a, it'll be a new Boba meme Fett, for sure. most fearsome bounty hunter in the galaxy. Like a bounty also, <laughs> also a part-time <laughs> driving instructor. <laughs> Boba Fett, flamethrower through Sarlacc, also One Boba Fett, on. like a Benta. <laughs> the guy jumps on the speeder, gets ready to rev it, and just shoots back. Shoots back. <laughs> I love it. It's cool. Character development, even for Tuscans. Yeah. Oh, like this whole episode, you just get like uh, lore and understanding and like backstory to who the Tuscan Raiders are and their way of life. Yeah. And everything. And it definitely wasn't what I was expecting from this show, but it's like, it's I a welcome it, addition. I love it. It's so <laughs> cool. Because when you're a Star Wars fan, like depending on how deep you want to go into Star Wars, it's like the deeper you go, the more you care more for the lore. Versus like how like action plays out. Well, yeah, you care about the world. You want to know more about. Same with the, the MCU. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, I I hate bringing this up, but it's like, people saw Bray, and they're complaining like, oh, she's got no training, no training. Like all the OG fans are like, oh, she's got no training, right? Or at least a, a solid handful of people say that, which is kind of true. Five people. Five people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And then we see the first episode of Boba Fett, and the reason why they got so much flack on the first one is because, like, yo, Boba Fett is like this fearsome bounty hunter. Like, why is he? Why is he shown like he's kind of like just trash? He's such a bitch. <laughs> he's such yeah, basically, right? But it's like you you also got to take into consideration of where he was, the whole Starlight Pit situation, and trying he's dehydrated, he's all this, he's all that. But it's they're like, they're basing it off what we saw in Mandalorian season two. Yeah, yeah. that badass that comes in, Book of Boba Fett. He says it himself. I'm not a bounty hunter anymore. Well, this is going into his backstory for, uh, so far. Yeah, of what we know. Yeah, his backstory of how he became to be that 
badass again. It's like the current timeline, though, that we see him in his. It's kind of nice that he got the new painted armor too, because yeah. in the flashbacks we probably will we'll probably see him in his old armor, and then the current timeline his his repainted armor. So it's nice that they break it up in that way. We won't. He doesn't get his armor until he goes to Mandalorian. You're smart. So the entire time of this Boba Fett, as far as we know, he won't get it. Yeah. yeah. Unless in like one of the later episodes, it shows the Mandalorian. Unless it cuts so that's forward what I mean. in time cuts to like to that. after the Mandalorian. That explains episode. this story and then cuts back to this. Yeah. So. That's what I mean, though. Like, they're going back in time to when he fell in. Well, they're yeah. following up at that event. And then the current timeline is five years down the road. Yeah. So you got to understand that Boba's not there yet. When you're doing flashback sequences, he's not there yet. And you got to understand that. I think, um, so I'm going to reference episode one here, where Lucas was talking about um, how this isn't the Boba that we're, we've come to know. Like, from like the five minutes that he's actually in in the rest of the whole series, yeah. but like yeah. this whole this whole episode kind of solidifies that like this is a different Boba now because of this whole you can see him being integrated into Tuscan life yeah. and getting their trust and their honor, becoming a Tuscan Raider pretty much. Yeah, essentially, and just like seeing um, life from their eyes too. And being all the way down on this desert planet, stuck there with a, I guess, a low way of life, even though it's, yeah, yeah. compared to him being all over the place in this fancy spaceship, bounty hunting, getting lots of money. Yeah. Yeah, should we, uh, the speeders, the train, but should we talk about the pikes? And we kind of, we talked about this in. Or in the last episode we did last week, where we were kind of like, oh, I wonder if Crimson Dawn's going to come. I posed the question of, is Crimson Dawn still around? And then Aiden's like, oh, but Maul's still around. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> bruh, yeah. he's dead. It's that part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we went on to explain, <clears throat> to explain whatever, talk about. It's in different parts. It's probably a fraction of what it was. And then is Kira still leading it? Or is it a different person? Is Crimson Dawn actually still around? Or is it. The crime syndicates, such as this episode. Like, are they yeah. are they still aligned? They? So, sure, we got the Pikes, but are they still part of Crimson Dawn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the Black Sun still around? Yeah. If I don't think they? so. I don't know. The Huts clearly are. On the old, okay, can we appreciate the CGI for the Huts? Yes. <laughs> it looks so good. It looks very good. And the Pikes, too. Like, I haven't... I get this is I get, the first on screen time we've actually seen yeah. their face. Yeah. Well, live no. Live action. Live action. They we have seen their face like maybe once or twice before in the Clone Wars very briefly, mm-hmm. but that's been it. Yeah. But it's super cool. Like it still kind of throws me off seeing Pikes in live action because I'm so used to seeing them in the Clone Wars. Yeah. That it's like you see them in live action, you're like oh. it kind of just solidifies even more. It's kinda the same thing as Ahsoka. Like you grow yeah. up with Ahsoka being mm-hmm. this animated character. And then she comes in, (laughs) and then she comes in live action in Mando, and you're like, this just solidifies even more. So when Anakin and Ahsoka meet in live action in the Ahsoka show, that's it's just gonna be like the like just solidifies it even more. All those people's like, oh, Ahsoka's only in the Clone Wars; she's not canon. Us now? Yeah, no, no. You you just have to sit down. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, the Clone Wars <laughs> is very important. <laughs> Clone Wars is the canon despite being like directed and written by George Lucas. Well, that's At the least whole original trilogy and prequel trilogy. <laughs> now I'm just wondering where I said that. Uh, I said something stupid, probably. You were saying it too. Adrian me. was just like, nah, you can yeah. Do that. yeah, I mean, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but uh, this is actually the first time Boba's taking over a train. Oh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. You're talking about the Saz Ventress one. Yes. When he was on supposed to be protecting a package on a train and then assassins tried to jump on. This is when he's still a kid. Mm. Mm. But those trains like kind of remind me of the ones they were on in Solo too. Yeah, like the whole heist scene just reminded me of Solo too. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. there's that whole heist scene in Solo where they get they're on top of the trains, they're like trying to make their way. Which um, planet was that? Because I'm actually kind of curious if they're semi-connected. It was some... Because Solo, you see Corellia, Kessel. Ice planet. And I don't know. You get to see the whatever 12 parsec thing happened with the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> the Kessel run in 12 Yeah, seconds. there we go. There we go. Yep. But I'm curious where their heist was on because... The trains in Clone Wars and Solo are like they feel very similar, at least the way they are uh, running. Uh, according it. to I think Wikipedia, Vandor. Vandor. Were they both on Vandor? Or just are you just figured out the solo? The one in solo. In solo. I wonder if you try to do like a Saj Ventress Vandor. Well the uh, I know for sure the train was different because one's is just hovering on the sand. The other one has like a belt that it's following along. In um in solo they they have a uh, like there's yeah like it was on a ba- belt there's like a line there's basically it's following a line but in I thought they were on a belt as well in the Clone Wars but I guess maybe not well maybe in the Clone Wars but not in none this not in Book of Boba no um no it I the the engine they had was like a pod racer engine <laughs> yeah but I mean those are pretty bloody powerful because like those things are ridiculously yeah. fast. That's like when you're playing Lego Star Wars and you play a free play mission with all the ships and you're like, you pick a pod racer to get from place to place super fast and just use other ships to blow things up. Because <laughs> obviously the pod racer can't blow stuff up. Yeah. But uh, it, it just says a nameless Asajj Ventress joins a team of bounty hunters under the leadership of young Boba Fett on an alien world. They undertake da- a dangerous but profitable, mi- profitable mission that tests the limits of their skills and the strength of Asajj's character. So <laughs> it doesn't say. Alien <laughs> world. There's your answer, Cody. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Vandar. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was probably not. It probably wasn't not. because... I don't it, think it was they a didn't snow sh- planet. It's like a, it was like a far-fetched connection, but it was kind of like... Oh, we'll see how this goes. No, because Vandor this and Solo is like snow and ice, and I'm pretty sure the planet they were on... There was like elevators from I guess it was kind of down to yeah. underground. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Okay, day. Oh no, we have to watch Clone Wars again. Oh no. Anyway, the back to the train. It's, back to the it's train. going really fast. <laughs> it's going really fast, and that's about it. So, uh, nitpick. Train stops. All of a sudden, Tuscans come into view that were walking. Did they just teleport? Yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> that was my instant yeah. thought. I was like, 
the train was going 100 plus miles an hour. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it, just, it crashes. All of a sudden, Tuscan Raiders are coming out. It's like, how did they catch up? <laughs> what? Were they on the speeders? The Bantha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Banthas with the hyperdrives. <laughs> Lucas has merch ideas. Like a Bantha. Like a Bantha. Like a Bantha. <laughs> Dude, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be like a merch line, like a bantha, <laughs> like a bantha. I will buy one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I was kind of confused, but I, like when they came in, I was kind of like, oh, were they on there the whole time? Because then they were probably just falling from distance. But then it's like the train is way faster than no. It was probably just it was probably just like a oh they're here, you know, it was just a segue just into them kill. coming on all together, but. Yeah, it's not. It really wasn't that important. It's just a funny nitpick. Yeah, but because by the time when they cut to it, all the shits off of the train. Yeah, and there's a whole group of people on their knees ready to all the bikes. bikes. So it could be by that time when they're doing that, they lost it. Not to mention, there's a scene later on where they break the water and all the bikes are gone. So it's like, well, time is not necessarily one to one with the scenes. Like there could have been a a bit of time that passed, so the pikes are already out of view, and then they break and the water comes. Yeah. Mm. I do want to point out, very important, um, Boba says, if you want to go back to your leaders, tell them that if you want to cross this land, you got to pay. Yeah. that That is a big thing. I wonder if that's going to ever come into play later, because we, we were talking about the Crimson Sun or Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Black yeah. Sun, Crimson Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> If they're ever coming, if they're ever gonna come back, and we, well, if they, if that whole thing is in place, that like, yeah, you gotta pay tribute or whatever, pay the price of being able to just go through these lands. Is that gonna happen? Who knows? This seems to be a very lore-filled show so far, so I would not be surprised if they did. Mm-hmm. I think if they don't go back, it'll be a missed opportunity. Yeah. Is I get there's only five left, but at the same time, well, it's only season one too. So yeah, who knows? Maybe. We don't know if it's a limited series just yet. Yeah, mm. I have a feeling if. But that's what I can. Actually, from the first episode, we we're talking about or the one last uh, the one last week. We were talking about second chances, yeah. and it seemed like they renegotiated two times. And they're like, because the pikes were like, oh, we'll we'll die if we go alone. And it's like, okay, well, then the Tuscans will go with you. Yeah. So it's like, that's kind of reiterating itself in another event where it's like, Boba's giving people second chances. Yeah. So it's like, I, but I think there will be a point of which he will just kind of snap and be no, be like, no. I feel like that. Um, I feel like if they were to do that, it'd be like, might be like a climax point where he just breaks and then something brings him back. Yeah. Or like the finale, something will bring him back into like his senses or whatever. Yeah. Who knows what that'll be though. That'd be cool. Are you carrying spice? Yeah. What do you mean by spice? Sansana spice from the slave mines of Kessel. What does spice look like? <laughs> Drops the chest. This. Like that. <laughs> yep. This is not looking good for you. <laughs> oh, so good. This is not looking good for you. It's kind of interesting how many connections. Like, the Pikes are still doing the spice runs. Yeah. 
from way back in the Clone Wars. No, everybody right? wants spice. Yeah, but it's like it's kind of nice that they're still continuing that, like even thirty years later. Hey, you're addicted to drugs. You're still gonna be doing drugs. <laughs> doing. It's just like, the, <laughs> but that's what I mean by the small details, right? Is that Boba mentions Kessel, and I don't think we've ever like mentioned or seen any character mention Kessel since Solo. Well, and that's obviously an obvious one because Han Solo goes to Kessel, does the Kessel run. So, but yeah. like the characters outside of that mentioning Kessel, it's like. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It, I think it gets mentioned in the sequels, but that hasn't happened yet. So. Yeah, and that hasn't. We happened. don't care about them. That hasn't happened. We care about the fans who like them, but we don't care about the movies. Sequels? What they exist? I don't know what you're talking about. The sequel trilogy, The Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> well, not the Mandalorian, Boba trilogy. Fett, and Ahsoka, <laughs> and Obi Wan. What? No, be. They're not sequels, though. Obi-Wan will be between episodes oh, right. yes. three and four. I knew that. They're really playing with this, like, <coughs> Defender style, though. Yes. I love it. Yes. Because I, I just finished Daredevil season two, and it's like, there was, referencing, there was references from Jessica Jones season one, and in the timeline, that season comes before uh, Daredevil season two. Like, there's, there's instances in season two of Daredevil where it's like, if you haven't seen Jessica Jones season one, you won't get who they are. Well, that's literally the MCU movies. It's just like this episode yeah. as well. If you don't know who the Pikes are, you miss something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you don't watch Star Wars, you have zero clue what's going on. Basically. You have no say in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's, well, the thing is, is that... I think it, he's only confused for the span of the episode, and it's like that we connected all for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the kind um, of that's the biggest difference I think right now between uh, Book of Boba and The Mandalorian is that with The Mandalorian you don't have to be necessarily yeah. a hardcore Star Wars fan. Maybe win. season two, but even then the cameras like, are just that just good. Mainly As just the, mainly just the first season though is like. You know of Star Wars, you you could you yeah. you'd enjoy it, the Mandalorian. Book of Boba is a, a bit like, harder to enjoy if you don't um, if you have a very small. Yeah, which is yeah, which is why we mentioned it's more of a lore filled versus yeah. its own thing because he's an established character already. But Speaking of lore, <laughs> we're gonna get, get back into to the dream. We're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna go back to the contestant camps because before are in their tent and then he, they're talking, telling uh, Boba about. The different tribes and then how this planet used to be oceans and all that yeah and then other tribes live off of killing which is others. super interesting and they also live in like live underground yeah essentially because uh and the then tribes that survived by killing i want to bring that back to attack of the clones attack of the clones because that could be one of the that tribes could have been yeah takes mama takes mama and then anakin kind of loses his <laughs> shit on them Kills, kills them yeah. all. I killed them. I but killed it's them like, all. so it it really brings out the whole difference of the tribes thing, where that tribe in episode in Attack of the Clones, they tortured and killed her. Versus yeah. this tribe, if they were that, if they were like the killing tribe, Bo would have been dead already. Oh yeah, right. So just even that little bit of information, you're kind of like, okay. You can kind of give grace to certain tribes and certain types of Tuscan Raiders versus like 
as of this point, like maybe Mando was the kind of the start of it was that like, Oh, Tuscans are like the biggest bastards in the galaxy. Yeah. Like you, as a, as an audience yeah. member, you hated them every time they're in. Cause they're like episode one, the pod episode racers. one pod racers. Yeah. They're just taking pot shots. They're just, they're just pod going, racers. yeah, pod they're just shot. shooting shots at them. <laughs> they don't care if people die. It's, it's I mean, it's freaking Tatooine. Yeah. Right. But then episode two, they, they capture an innocent person, go take her back to the camp, torture and kill. Yeah. And then, they're all, all massacred. And then episode four, they just hurt Luke out of nowhere to take his stuff. Yeah. Right? So up until like even 40 years ago, within that span of stars being in existence, it's like Tuscans are bad people. Yeah. And, now, and you never really got an explanation as to like why? anything too. You why just, you oh, they exist. Uh, they're going to beat you. You never really <laughs> understood. <laughs> 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 You just like you yeah. never understood their motives, but now with this explanation, where it's like some of them survive by killing, it's like okay. Mm-hmm. So now there's certain tries where it's like if you are an innocent person and you walk in at the wrong time, you're screwed. But if you walk in with like a tribe like this that we're seeing in Boba Fett, it's like I just you're in good hands. So you know how you're talking about Boba Fett getting second chances. The t- Tuscans literally gave him a second chance because he ran away after like yeah attacking and or atta- uh, freeing himself and running away and they caught him but then they didn't do anything really they just tied him back up and just kind of left him there yeah like they could totally have just been like okay leave him in the desert and die or kill him but no they took him back a gift a gift why. I didn't know what to expect, like when they were gonna Ooh, give him a gift. A lizard. <laughs> and so a lizard. Oh, lizard! Cool. You got a pet lizard. <laughs> Jumps up the nose. <laughs> it will lizard. speak to you in your mind. Thank you. He's like, what the fuck do I have a lizard for? He's <laughs> so confused. I was like, oh, he's got a pet. At first, lizard I was now. like, does he eat it? Goes up his nose. Goes up his nose. It's like, yep, time to just take a smoke in this guy's brain and just chill out. Take a smock. Smoke a little doobie up there. <laughs> just goes on a trip. That's so cool. I love that echoing. Just like a. It kind of it, it's nice that this uh, sound fonts in Atmos. <laughs> <laughs> it gets gnarly. <laughs> At first, I thought it was like, oh, they're going to betray him now. But Yeah, I know, right? They just like kind of go into a high, and it's kind of like, this is where just they like turn him. Mm. Yo, prank him, John. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few who hopefully will get that meme. I didn't get it. That's okay. I don't typically look at memes, but That's fine. I'll laugh uh, at you. So he's wandering through the desert, and there's storm clouds above yeah. lightning, and then it fades between him walking in his white suit as we see and then his Boba Fett suit mm-hmm. armor sorry from what looks to be from Return of the Jedi version sees two trees goes to the biggest one and then there's red eyes that show up and then according to the it's Palpatine huh? no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Palpatine no from, way. The, from the Rise of Skywalker uh, poster uh, from the concept art at the end of the episode, it shows that they're Jawa. Oh. Interesting. 
can't see fine. But, oh, I guess that would make sense. Like if um they stopped showing his armor after that point. Yeah. And then when the branches closed in on him, he's kind of like he's trapped. He's he's stripped of his identity. In yeah. A way. Yeah. Yeah. And then the branches start to entangle him, which could mean symbolism. Well, it's good. And then it's like him, then it, and then it, it him fades. breaking free by like it breaking fades, the branch. It fades between the branches of the tree and the tentacles, I guess, of the sarlacc. And then th- when he's in his armor, and then it fades, mixes, and all that stuff. Pretty cool. I'd like that. Yeah. And then there's a scene where it goes to young Boba right after his father has his head cut off, cut off. Mm-hmm. and then he picks up the helmet, looks in it. And then it goes to him watching the slave one fly away on Camino when he's a child. It's pretty cool. You notice that his his face. I I, I don't know. I was kind of zoned out for a little bit there. <laughs> we you saw his face in the reflection of Django's helmet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just yeah. On that. <clears throat> and then it goes back to. So I think I might be five seconds behind you right now. <laughs> Forty-one oh nine, and then it goes back to Boba old boba in the tree and then he breaks he's struggling and then it breaks a branch which could mean he's breaking ties to his past and all that well yeah like because then it like cuts right to like huge waves flashes up on shore kind of thing well it's 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 interesting to think about too the symbolism between like a desert and then like an ocean Mm -hmm. you know which Relates to Dune. They come from a water-filled planet, and then they go <laughs> to Arrakis, sand-covered <laughs> planet. <laughs> okay. Okay, follow up here. Hold up. And then it goes back to real time. Real time. Flashback, and he's walking back with a stick from the tree. Yep. Cool. Um, does Arrakis have two sons? Don't think so. Okay, so at least that's the unique. Mm, I'm, I'm st- we're checking. Have been saying it has two moons. So that's all right. Speaking of connection, right there, George, do you have something to say to all of your millions of fans? Oh, hold up, three. Oh, never mind. He's unique. Sorry, George. <laughs> Straight up copy. Is Arrakis a real planet? <laughs> <laughs> Someone searches that? Oh, man. Dude, Dude it's the Google, freaking the Google, Google searches, man. The Google searches are so weird when it comes to that. It's like, is Arrakis hot? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is. I mean... <laughs> Wait a huh? minute. I don't know, man. Anyways, he has a stick now. That's it. That's, that's and all. And uh, he makes the gaffy stick. The yes. drippiest gaffy sticks... Sticks Sheesh. of all time, yeah. <laughs> and the um, lizard shoots out of him while climbs <laughs> out. It's it's interesting to um, there's like a there's a certain uh, similarity between like the uh, journey um, that a Jedi will do for like the Kyber. Control. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was and noticing too. It, but he's doing it for the uh, the stick for the gaffy stick versus the younglings. Find the crystal for their sabers. At well, the I guess in a way he's a young link. And then in Mando, <laughs> they have yeah. um, the Mandalorian getting his Beskar armor too. Yes. And we have yet to get a Jedi doing his lightsaber. 
Like, we haven't actually seen um, a Jedi make his lightsaber or go for the kyber crystal. There was a deleted scene, but that's it. Well, apart from the Clone Wars, Youngling arc, yeah. we haven't seen anything. Live, live action. Live, live, live action. Mm. I don't think... Mm, it won't show up in Kenobi. It won't show up in Ahsoka. Probably not. Because both of those happen way after yeah. their Padawan training and all that. They're old and frail, and they make a frail. They make their first lightsaber. <laughs> They're not frail, but I mean, let's, let's be honest. Obi Wan took a pretty big hit on Tatooine, man. <laughs> and then they do a big dance. You forgot the robing. You forgot the robing, man. Oh. That's like That's significant. Oh, he's yeah, so it's it's, it's, it's He's Mandal- putting Orion on his outfit. new armor. Yeah. He's putting on his new drip. He goes from white to black. And but I don't really understand why they wear black on it. It's it's kind of funny too because I think it's just the material. Could be yeah. that because a lot of like is in the, those like I guess the African cultures they wear like the crazy ass like amounts of clothing. It's, it yeah, feels but, like they're wearing a lot of stuff, but, but it has to like, connect to Mandalorian when he first shows up when he's standing on the cliff. He's wearing the black. Yeah, he is wearing okay. the black. It's I mean that the exact too, same. It's also material too. Cause yes. Bad we're like oh yeah, shorts and t-shirt. But then, if you go into like African culture, yeah, if you're wearing so much, like, layer, it feels skin. like, yeah, yeah, feels like, oh, they're wearing a lot of layers. It must be so hot, but it's like it's the material that they're wearing that makes them not so overheat. But they're also used to the heat. But. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it protects the it protects your skin for one, two, from the sun. As, as well. you can clearly tell from Boba's skin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's why he has to go back into bad. the back of tank every single. Every five minutes, time, whatever. I'm okay with that though, because that means we have a flashback scene. Because he probably, probably has skin cancer, pretty much. <laughs> you know what? I'm okay, so he comes. He he returns in Mando season two, episode one, and it'd be kind of funny, I guess, if he turned around in that scene and he was wearing a Tuscan mask. Oh, that would have been, dude. I, at first, I, when they we would have like, been thrown off. At first, by when that. they were wrapping oh, yeah. him up, That's I was like, I mean. are they gonna put a Tuscan mask on him? <laughs> but then, but then in episode six, he comes in for basically his own solo episode where he's like, I've been tracking you, Mandalorian. And then you go from, you rewatch episode one, you're like, holy crap, that was him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. he's wearing a Tuscan. Oh, hat. that would be so cool. Yeah. That'd be pretty sick. If Boba puts on a Tuscan mask in this series for his flashback sequences, that'd be so sick. Also, when that, the location where he builds his stick gaffy stick gaffy stick what it was called uh that's actually part of concept art from macquarie from oh way back when macquarie yes ralph macquarie from the from i think return of the jedi they would basically the original trilogy yeah for where where would they have used that in the originals just i guess tuscan stuff what where would they have used the concept art let me look in my concept book art. That's like that's a really small book. <laughs> on on Amazon, I thought it was like like a normal sized book, and then you bought you see, you're like, you see what it. What the heck is this thing? You see it, and it's five bucks. You're like, holy crap, that's so cheap. And then you buy it, and you see it, and you're like, oh, that's this why is like an, this, <laughs> is like, this is like two inches wide, and four inches high. Gotta look at those dimensions, brah. Clearly, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's uh, I can't it's a 
Well, I guess book. that would make sense coming from Return of the Jedi because it starts in uh, on tattooing. And then they do their ritual dance. Yep. Which I feel like has strong ties to Hawaiian culture. Yeah. It was heavily influenced by Tim Morrison. Maori. Maori. New Zealand. Maori. Maori. However, yeah. however you pronounce it. It's Maui. Maui. New Zealand. I, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> it was Maui. New Zealand. Um, One of the two. And yeah, that, that whole scene of them dancing. And I think there was an interview with Tamura Morrison where he's talking about like how he took... Um, he, uh, in some of those scenes, he was able to like take from his heritage, which reminds me of actually of the movie Hobbs and Shaw when Dwayne Dwayne does his, his thing. tribe dance. Oh, yeah. throws me off. Movie, but it I throws me off. I know that <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw shouldn't even be part of Fast and Furious. <laughs> like, it w- it was just another gun movie. Honestly, yeah. It's, it's, I want Fast it. Ten to go all the way back <laughs> to the time with when Paul Walker was. Oh, stop. <laughs> I just mean in the time. Now nah, they just need to go back to Street Racing. One the, one the four. The best yes. One. They just need to go back to Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> but that's Fast and Furious. That's a whole other thing for another time. <laughs> and then Maybe after the dance, another that's time. basically the end of the episode. Yeah. It's, it's, but that's what, it, that's what we mean by like lore. And it's kind of a, would you say spiritual episode? I guess so. In a way, yeah, especially with the, like, I guess you, Tribal could, te- you could technically call it spiritual, especially with Boba's whole uh, dream sequence with the lizard yeah, in his nostril, in his brain, whatever, wherever, wherever it fits. His nasal <laughs> cavity. <laughs> his optic yeah. nerve. But what? like, it's, I don't know. Yeah. His eye. <laughs> Back of his eyes. He's, it it just the lizard's shrinks. a guide, right? So, you know. Control the eyes, yeah. It's, it's just in the brain holding on to the controls. <laughs> that was like, Dude, it's ratatouille. That was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> what hair, though? <laughs> what hair? What, nose what hair? hair, though? Yeah, it's almost <laughs> bald. Uh, yeah, all in all, this was a fantastic episode, despite it not being action-packed. But that's for... Amazing world building yes. for the Tusken Raiders. Absolutely fantastic. It was super cool. It was probably, I would argue, some of the most fulfilling Star Wars for a while. I mean, despite that we haven't had any Star Wars content in a while. But it was very fulfilling. Yeah, like, how much? I feel like we didn't really get, like, a Mandalorian episode like this where there was a lot of lore, Mm -hmm. like, world-building-wise. That's because it's... But it's, it's but it's, it's it's that's the thing. It's Mando kind of, it's a different is a new genre. character Two, that they there's no lore behind it. Yeah, and they kind of explain what they needed to as the show went on. He was a kid. Yeah, he got inducted into Death the Death Watch, and that's all you need to know, pretty much. Yeah. Whereas Boba Fett, there's there's kind of an real life. He's already years of Boba Fett. Yeah. It's yeah. It's I was just taking Mandalorian because that's I guess the most recent Star Wars. It's probably the most comparative. Uh, com- I guess you can compare Compa- it a com- lot comparable. between the two just because yeah. they're both in it. Um, and also just the way it's structured, Mandalorian is very much a episode by episode. Oh, this is happening for this episode. All mm-hmm. with Boba, it's this big arc. Yeah, that's happening. Also. Gene Ocean brainworms. Now we got lizards. 
Clone Wars. The worms that went up their noses and took control of them. It's hot. It's hot. Yeah. I mean, uh, it doesn't sound very hot. Depends <laughs> on your point of view. <laughs> <laughs> well, What's I mean, your point of view? You could have a hot lightsaber put into you. <laughs> I'd rather die through by a lightsaber versus a lizard in my head or a worm in my head. So. I mean, they'd still did die. That whole thing was just weird. As Clone Wars is a kid's show. <laughs> Clone Wars. Ding, ding, ding. Clone Wars has kids has kids in it. Doesn't mean it's a kid's show. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, I think we should move on to predictions. Maybe predictions. Just some minor ones. Tuskins are coming back at no, some they're point. They're gonna be like his. They're gonna be like his force. That You're he's use at You mean point. in the current, like the current where they're, like with his new armor, he's. Yeah, the current time, like part. in that current time mm-hmm. part, like because at the moment he, uh, people don't, uh, think he's really much, I guess, because it's just him and like, Shand and two Gamorians. Yeah, <laughs> so like what force does he have? But they don't realize he has this whole Tuscan Raider, brothers and sisters. That I'm kind of, I'm curious, him. like, because Boba Fett's got the throne back, he's got the whole palace to himself. It's like. I could almost, I could almost see him bring in Tuscan Raiders to live in the palace. Hmm? Who knows? Maybe because would they accept that though? Yeah, that's the thing. Because they've been nomads. I'm pr- I believe uh, that depends on the is. tribe. True, but still, would they accept that? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe like they may, might accept a call for his call for help or whatever. But <laughs> middle of the battle. <laughs> it's, it'll be like Lord of the Rings Helms Deep like Boba's yeah. just like holding out and then Tuscan Raiders at Raider dawn on the fifth day look to the east the Tuscan Raiders Dieting King stands alone charge down the dunes Not alone. how many are there the 10,000 strong at least <laughs> 10,000 the speeders will we see Kira hmm Maybe no. I, I don't think no. we'll see. Maybe, I'm gonna say no. Maybe a name drop, but name I don't. Drop, th- I don't sure. think a. I don't think we'll old. see her. She's mm, probably gonna do. Not to mention, she's probably old by this point. <laughs> actually, like she's probably. I'm just gonna say no. We're gonna see Crimson Dawn. I feel like, because that's tied with, Pikes, the Pike Syndicate, and all that. But I don't think we'll see her more. Well, there'll be a connect uh, with Crimson Dawn because you know Han Solo has dealings with Crimson Dawn. But he's also got dealings with Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what are the odds of seeing Han? Speaking of that, there was a, a sighting of where Han... Harrison Ford? That's the name, right. Harrison Ford somewhere, I think. Apparently shooting something. Uh, where he like dropped, he dropped but a little bit from Indy to go and shoot for <coughs> Boba or something. Sure, it could be something like that. I don't know. There's I think it's likely like, plausible. Seeing Han Solo in this, I doubt that. <laughs> the connections make sense, but it's, it's like a small how chance. it's a small chance. Yeah, it's definitely not going to be like as crazy as the Luke Skywalker no. cameo. Obviously no. not. It's kind of no. hard to beat that. <laughs> no. But I just mean like, will he? Would he play like a bigger role? Just considering who they both worked for in the original trilogy, and Han Solo's got dealings with Crimson Dawn. No, Han Solo's not going to play a big role. Harrison Ford doesn't want to play Han Solo. Yeah, but I don't want. Okay, maybe not Harrison Ford per se, but the guy who acted him as. Ah, yes. 
No, that's not gonna happen. I because this happens. I don't think so. Way too late. because it's way later. Never know. So they'd have to like they'd have to oldify him. <laughs> oh, that's easy though. Makeup. So I think the problem. I think the. But I would issue. like to see that though. Just say that. I would like this. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, basically <laughs> that's where I'm at. But at the same time, it's like I am so ready to move on from the OG actors. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like they've, if, they've if, done their amazing part with the original trilogy and all that. Yeah. Only exception is the Kenobi series. Okay. Oh, they can do the pre. <laughs> they can have prequel actors come back. The oh, yeah. like the original trilogy. I'm fine them being finished. Like yeah. they've done their part. But I just mean the prequel like prequel trilogy. Take them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take them. Who played Who played Han in Solo? Don't that know. actor. Don't know his name. But I would be completely fine if he came back. Despite it being technically, I guess, Harrison Ford's Han Solo. Alden Ehrenreich? Reich? I don't know how to pronounce his Alden Ehrenreich? Ehrenreich? But I would say Donald Glover. I would not. Donald Glover? That's not going to happen. Because Boa Fett's taking place, the current timeline is just after Mando, and that's five years after Return of the Jedi. You've got Luke, Leia, Han, and Lando. Yeah. Those four characters all in their prime still. Donald Glover. Right? So it's Literally like I would deep. not I would not be complaining if they brought back the actors from Solo. Maybe have them aged a little bit. So obviously they have already, but well, like if they age them even more a little bit to play those characters from after Return of the Jedi. Like if they went from these guys in Solo to the original trilogy like OG actors. And then back to mm-hmm. the ones who played in Solo movie, I would not be complaining at all. What you got to keep in mind, too, is when you're watching Solo, these actors probably already have a ton of makeup on to make them look younger. Yeah. So the original trilogy, Harrison Ford was like 40 years old when he was playing Han Solo in the original trilogy. He looks great at 40. <laughs> but it's like, it's, I think it's very plausible for those guys to come back and play him. It's it, you like people have to be able to separate the actor from the character. We've also said that before for different franchises. How old? Which is I don't want to get into. No, neither. Okay, but the 30s, same but concept yeah. still applies. Yeah. It's like based on the timeline, you've got these guys that are in prime con- uh, in prime form, and they're how mm-hmm. for how old they are in the timeline. Yeah. I would see. I want to see Sebastian Stan play young Luke. Oh, there's so many people who want to see that. Fan castings have happened. Rosario Dawson is fan casted as Ahsoka. Honestly, I feel like Sebastian Stan though could work really yeah. well. That's the thing. He's got, he's got the whole. He's got the looks. He's got the he's got the looks to do it, but we, I think we, he's also got the sexiness. We, what? <laughs> we 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 will stand yeah. for him to play Luke. Yeah, that, but the thing is. <laughs> But the thing Shut is, up. he also. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. Now you know how I feel all the time. <laughs> but the Sorry, way Cody. he, the way he delivers dialogue as well. Who the hell is Bucky? Th- that was Chris Evans. <laughs> but I just mean like even just like okay, one of the quotes from Falcon Winter Soldier, the whole like I read The Hobbit in 1937 when it first came out, and then the whole like sorcerers wizard stuff, that whole scene. The way he delivers that dialogue is like it's to He's me it feels very similar, maybe a little more refined. Okay, not maybe. It was definitely more refined 
than Hayden Christensen, how he talks to Anakin. Yes. That's the kind of vibe I get. If you get if you're gonna cast like Sebastian Stan, he's gonna be able to do the same kind of tone as Hayden did for Anakin, but just a little more refined. The same kind of tone in his voice and in his actions. Well, actors are supposed yeah. to be able to do a variety of things, at least good actors. But I mean like Sebastian <laughs> St- like Sebastian Stan Not is you, Adam like Sandler. Like <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Boom. 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 Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, offense. Like, Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan is. It just plays the same character archetype, <sighs> pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Moving on. I'm sorry, Cody. But Sebastian Stan delivers that dialogue in that style unintentionally. So it's like he could naturally pull off a younger Skywalker. That's true. Anyways, it's not like we're against you, Cody. We're very much for Sebastian Stan. He's he's just an all around great guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, bounty hunters. Just, we got to see more of them. Yeah. Bosk. Bosk. Uh, Ig eighty eight. That's kind of gnarly. Uh, Dengar. I feel like yeah. Dengar. I feel like the most likely to show up would be the ones that we see in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Yeah. That line. Well, those who's are the, the ones I want to see too. <laughs> who's the uh, other guy? There's five. We've got Boba, Dengar, Bosk, IG-88, and there's another guy. One of the guys. That's probably like the least common one that people know about. Um, Empire. Uh, let me see. Oh, it's the other droid. There's that other droid. Yeah. Because there's the assassin droid, but then there's this other droid that <laughs> is like a beetle eyed or whatever. Boba Fett. It was like a Bosk. Uh, Dengar. Forlom. Yeah, that guy. Forlom. Right? Yep. Yes. Uh, yeah. Zuckus. <laughs> IG-88. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I think you'll, it, it's definitely possible for Bosk, Dengar, and IG-88 to show up. I, heard, I was hearing like people were theorizing that the the assassin droid at Mandalorian was, was like was an IG eighty eight unit. It's possible. Who knows? One prediction for the rest of the series: I think we're gonna get a Boba and Bosk team up against the against uh, Chrysanthemum. Mm-hmm. Just because Boba can't take him by himself. Yeah, he's gonna need some help. And based on comics. Bosk and Boba work together too, or even Dengar. Like a Bosk and Dengar team up would be just as good, fine for me. I'm curious too. Um, how many? How much more are we gonna have? Like flashback wise? I, I think feel, until I feel like next episode is gonna be the last of it. The last of it, and then and then it'll like focus primarily yeah. on. I feel like the present. Twenty minutes at least for flashback, because now that we've had. We've kind of had the conclusion we, of the had, Tuscan yeah, part. The Tuscan arc, arc. Yeah. Pretty much. Now it's just like. How does he get from like there? I feel like how it'll connect to him finding his armor. How does he get from there to Mandalorian to then from there to yeah. becoming Daimo? I almost feel like once they get to the point where Boba is watching Mando f- like ride on the speeder, it's going to be the last time, mm. uh, the la- last uh, bit of flashbacks we're going to get. Yeah, because after that, 
it's just a Mando connection where he's been tracking him the whole time. So we've known that part between episode one and six. Yeah. Yeah. It's just everything before that. It's and then probably the period afterwards where he actually gets his armor to becoming Daimo is probably not that long. It's probably pretty easy to just be like, okay, this is what happened. Boom. Yeah. Moving on. Back to the present. Yeah. Got it. And that's where stuff's gonna go down. Yes. What do you think will happen between him and the Huts? Pew 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 pew. I forget. Were the Huts part of Crimson Dawn as well? They're their own thing. Yeah. Connected to it. Connected to it. Well, but the Huts are connected totally to like everything in the underground. Because yeah, so. Nalhada is its own, pretty. M- it's 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 a planet. Yes. Yeah. Ruled by the Huts, which is their own crime syndicate, I guess, family. But that's also family. connected to Crimson Dawn, which is same with Black Sun and the Pikes are all connected to that. Mm-hmm. But they're all their separate things. So I feel like... I don't know where I was going with this. I lost my job. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're going to show yeah. up. They're going to have political talks, but I feel like it'll end up in a gunfight. There's going to be gunfighting yeah. eventually. So... I have two theories. One of them is I already mentioned that Chrysanthemum would will probably appear in Kenobi just based on the timeline. Because if we're getting it smack in the middle between three and four, that comic took place right in the smack middle of three and four. Yeah, we've got a ten-year-old Luke Skywalker, right? And based on the announcements from Disney, is that it takes place right in the smack middle. So it's like it's plausible that they're going to bring him back into that show, which would be pretty sick. Because then it's like what's the point of bringing him in this far in, right? Like, he's got a whole bunch of lore they can take from. Yeah. And they're also making a Kenobi show, so it's like, it, it, it's just too many connections for me to not bring it up and yeah. make it, like, a big thing. It could be what, I just based off connecting to what MCU does, they, like Black Widow, they introduced Yelena so that we have, like, okay, this is this person, how it connects to the rest, and then they bring it in later in different projects. So this could be like they're introducing Chrysanthemum. Cr- that one. Loki. Yeah. In this episode. So like, okay, we have, we've seen this character before. Yeah. So that when Obi-Wan Kenobi show comes up and if he shows, appears in there, like, okay. We know who he is. Mm-hmm. We know, now know where he's come from, I guess. Oh, I know that character. He's not Except as, he's younger. He's not an unfamiliar face. Yeah. Yeah. And especially in a show like Kenobi, I don't think, I don't think they want to take risks in bringing in someone new. Like Kenobi, I feel like it's going to be a very fam- like it's going to feel very familiar. I feel like though, because, because it's, it's already regular. familiar though, that they'll have new characters. Yeah. yeah. In a way. But I just mean like the main the main cast, it's going to be all familiar faces. Yeah. Hated question zone. So I think maybe Black or Santon could play a. Pretty big role in Kenobi, especially if he figures out that Obi Wan's a Jedi. Would he work for Vader at this point as a bounty hunter? I think it's all. I think it'd all be Jabba. Could be, yeah. Yeah, there's Although no, there's no, there's no way it'd be Vader because then Vader would be like, oh hey, Obi Wan's here. Obi Wan's here, and he would know. It would definitely be a hut there. There's definitely a hut thing. I think. How they bring Vader into the. Into the show will be super interesting. <laughs> they will be fighting. That's fact. And I hope not in flashbacks. I'm totally okay with them doing a second duel in between three and four. Well, there was some 
A New Hope, Obi Wan, we meet again. Yeah, and they literally. They when I saw last saw you, uh, I was a master. You were the master. When I left it, you, I was yeah. but the learner. Now I am the master. Yeah, now only a master of evil. That. <gasps> <laughs> but it's like that line is so open ended. Like I don't get how people are so stubborn about it. It's so open-ended. Like, sure, the last time they could have met was in episode three, but then it's yeah. like it could also lead to maybe they met halfway in between. And that's when La- Vader is learning how to use, like, his suit ability mm-hmm. and his new fighting style. He's adjusting to his new way of life. So he's learning that life. I feel like people life, are... New it way it of life. pain. Yeah. <laughs> I think people are more... Because um, be, if you have another fight, then you kind of lose the... Uh, the impact that the fight in episode four had if because if they have never met on uh, since um episode three but if they had um met multiple times in between then you'd lose the impact of their them meeting on the death star which what might be the reason mm-hmm. why people are maybe yeah but it's still the hesitant on to why yeah right it's still, it's still the one time and you still got almost a decade passing by but I can I can see that I can see that being a reason why. But the next theory I want to bring up is maybe uh, does the mayor work for Crimson Dawn? You've got a thirty year gap from Solo, and what if the mayor just ended up joining Crimson Dawn? That's how we get into the connections with the rest of them. I feel like possibly, but not directly tied to them. Mayor's a side so character. Mayor doesn't matter. That could be <laughs> you too. Yeah, most likely. It's yeah. Just I don't know. I, that's that's what I think. It could be just to kind of explain somewhat of where this assassin comes from. It's like, oh, I didn't send him. Mm-hmm. It's just he's, he's just, just a like segue. A into character the, uh, that comes in once in a while to support. Yeah. What's actually going on? Yeah. Because the huts, big deal. Literally, they're like, a big. Deal. Oh, it's just a big deal. No, it's like these are the huts. Yeah. That was just an idea. <laughs> Because we want the Crimson Dawn connections, but it's just the how. We got Pikes, but it's like, what if the mayor is part of it too? But we'll find out in episode we'll three out. or four or five or six or whenever. And anyways, we'll find out. That's all the time we have for today of the Jabs Pick Group podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening. Please catch us on all of our streaming platforms, as a, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever else you stream. We thank Christian for joining us today, and hopefully he's here consistently. You will nice. hear more of my voice. It'll be good. It was a good addition, I think. But uh, so we hope that you catch us later in the, in the next episode of Java's Big Group Podcast, where we talk about Boba, Book of Boba Fett, Episode Three, Chapter Three. Chapter <gasps> Three. Sorry, very important. Oh, Has to be the Chapter Three. Sorry, Book of Boba Fett, Chapter Three. But until then, the Force will be with you always.